Okay, so this one is going to be a tough one. Um, and <laughs> the reason being is because, like, for the Say Less pod, if you were, like, watching the news, maybe reading it, you are familiar with the whole scenario of Jody Hildebrandt and Ruby Frankie. Now, before I get into a little bit about that, let me just, and yes, I may come off very flustered because it is something I am passionate about. Um, not necessarily what happened, but you'll understand in a minute. So just stay with me. Before I go into all the nitty gritty and like, you know, um, break it down. Give you the whole lowdown of everything. I'm just going to start with, okay, so Ruby Frankie, famous for the eight passengers on YouTube. Um, and she had like over 2 million, 2 million plus subscribers. I think she started her channel in like 2015 and now there's like been some allegations. I think she was one of those people, I didn't really watch that often. Um, well, actually I didn't watch her at all. Um, so... I was like, I just, I would see certain snippets and I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with you. I really can't. Um, she's known for her unconventional, um, parenting methods. Um, so. And her strict forms of discipline. We didn't see all of the forms of discipline or the world, I guess. I have a hard time. The whole planet did not see all the different things that she put those kids through behind the scenes. And here's another, here's a great thing to remember. Um, when you are watching, like, even a 30-minute clip or a 30-minute um, because some, some of, um, videos are pretty long. When you're watching even like a 10 minute, 30 minute clip, you're only seeing a portion of their life. Not the full thing. So, you don't really know what's going on behind the surface. Okay. I'm, wow, I feel myself getting kind of choked up here. Wasn't expecting that either. Um, it's just a heartbreaking story because in my mind, some people just don't really deserve to be mothers and don't deserve that title. But that that is besides the point. Like, I'm like, should everybody be a parent? And I am so worried to become, I don't want kids. Part of the reason is because 
of my trauma and other things too some people say I would never let my child get wet because of my storm I can't necessarily promise that I will try to block you from most of the brunt of my storm but I can't necessarily promise that everything is going to be okay um so also here here's one of the things if you watch like some of the videos about like the niece um of Jody Hildebrand she's saying that you know these tactics that she had are nothing new of trying to duct tape the children of making them silent like convincing them that they have some horrible thing within them um when all along that individual is the monster jody hildebrand and ruby they own this company called connections to my understanding it was kind of like a podcast where people would ask for advice and basically like life coaching um i did not realize that jody hildebrandt was actually a licensed therapist i did some more research on that um and if you listen to my podcast you will know very big on the mental health very big on mental health advocacy and seeking out professional help okay if anybody knows me they know if you need help go seek out professional help I will 100% support you I am a girl school with that that being said there are Jodies out there. There are people that are going to manipulate the situation and try to convince you that you are a horrible person. That, you know, the only way to get rid of something is to punish them. And be the reason why you are feeling this is because you feel shame. The reason why you have mental illness. Um, and food being a privilege and you need to take away their food you need to take away their um <laughs> their phone like you have capacity to do whatever and what whenever means necessary even if it is abuse um abuse can look in all sorts of different ways but i will say if you are saying that food is a privilege and you take that away as a punishment um, it has been said and I think like Ruby came out on one of the episodes with the connections podcast that one of her children faked an eating disorder when I want you to hear this very closely when you use food as a punishment it's very easy and even when she would use like the emotional tactics the psychological techniques of saying 
oh, this person's not being humble. I need to talk to them. Um, well, you can't have too many, I think it was like too many suckers or something. That's going to make you, she, she kind of encouraged an eating disorder in some ways. Ruby did. And one of her children. Um, but, or using extreme forms of punishment. That child can sometimes grow up thinking that I don't want to make anybody angry. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I'm the problem. It's all me. And I would... I don't want to, like, actually... But there's sometimes it's like, okay, are they the type of parent who's like, well, who's the common denominator here? It's you. You must be the problem. Um, and also, like, Jody um, had told certain people that this one person was seeking out help, and she said, my child the person who was seeking help reached out to Jody and was saying my child um she had to drop out of school drop out of college because she had like some cardiac issues and she was like I need to know if my child's manipulating me Jody was like yes absolutely your child is manipulating you the and it is her choice to be sick. Chronic illness is something would not wish on anybody. <laughs> Maybe my worst enemy, but it's very difficult. Like sometimes it's like you don't, it's not something I chose. It's not because of shame. It's not because of sin um, on my part. <laughs> it's just there. Um, and I would want to change this in a heartbeat if I could. I would want to go away pain free if I could. But waking up every day, that is my choice that I choose. The being sick part, I don't choose. Trying to pull myself up again after time and time of being brought down that is what I choose so no if you and also hear this if you are struggling with some mental illness or you're dealing with some chronic illness that doesn't that does not mean that there's a flaw in you um I will say too that when sometimes we're taught like that we need to respect authority and we need to respect elders no matter what they say that is a very dangerous preposition or you know what I am the mom what I say goes that is also um, a dangerous preposition because 
you will do the most extreme forms of discipline. Like she did, um, Jody was actually the one who taught Ruby, okay, they go without food, they go without water, because food is a privilege. You know what, the thing is, if you look at, if you're into psychology and you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, physiological, psycho, uh, psychological needs need to be met point blank. Like it's like you need to have food, you need to have water, you need to have a shelter over your head in order to survive. And then when you have, you, okay, well, I don't have a place to sleep. I don't know where my next meal is coming from. Maybe you might have food there, but it's like if it is being restricted, it almost feels like you don't have that food. When you are constantly being torn down because of your choices or feeling that you are made to be the inconvenience. That is a dangerous place to be because then you can manipulate the situation into hurting different people. And I'm not, um, and like the defamation itself of making these allegations that one of her children was essaying. It's bad on that individual it's also that child will never be I'm not saying will never but it might be hard for people to see them differently because they're like you're that kid who lot a lot of lot of even though they're not that kid sometimes people are still gonna see them as that all because of some allegation that was falsely made. Here are some red flags to just like watch out for. Um, like when they were asking for privacy and like I don't know why there's like a hole in the door but it's like that is kind of a big clincher that it's like you want to look you want to stay you want to be that creep like it's like it's just um and if you watch that clip like when one of the children is changing and then they stuff something in the door so that no one can see and then like Louie pulls it out that's just it's not respecting of the other person's privacy but sometimes it's like it's not you have to understand what people are going through um <laughs> and i don't she was narcissistic um didn't really care about anyone else but herself um and would put herself on this pedestal of 
become, of who she was, of, I do wonder though if she hadn't had such a big following, if this story would have got like the detention, attention it deserved. And yes, maybe that sounds awful too, but so many people slip through the cracks. And maybe because it's so bizarre too. Um, so you have Jody. I I really think I really, really hope that Jody loses her license. She's never able to like I mean, I hope that she stays in prison for a very long time. I hope that Ruby stays in prison for a very long time. Mm. And never, never come near one of those children again. And it's like, well, they're her children. It's, it's a, I, I don't know what the word is. It's not special. And that's the only word I can think of. It's like a special kind of evil when you do something to a child. <laughs> and I seriously hope that when these children end up in relationships, I know I'm pretty sure Sherry's already in one, that they're healthy relationships, that they're not abusive, that they actually care what the other person wants and what the other person needs. That they ask how people are doing. Because it is way super difficult when you've been in those situations of thinking that is all you deserve. And people will tell you, you deserve better. You don't deserve that individual or you don't deserve that individual. But you're like, this is all I've ever known. This is all I am ever worth. So, yeah, of course I deserve this. You don't. Um, so, um, and I can, but it is hard to see that. It is. And yes, people tell them, hey, I'm glad that they're safe now. I'm glad that they are safe, <laughs> that they can at least get food and water, all those different things. I'm glad for that. But, and I truly hope that, you know, they might seek professional help and it's a the professional help that they need because they're going to need to be in healthy relationships and know how to implement communication how communication is supposed to go down how you are supposed to talk to different individuals also With that being said, like, even though you're safe, even though they are safe, it may take them a while to truly, truly feel safe 
to to not feel like you are back there again and people can tell you all the time you are safe you are not there anymore and that may be very well true and that is true but in your mind sometimes it forces you to stay there and so I truly truly hope that they get the help that they need um, not only physically but also mentally psychologically spiritually um, because you have to think these children have they were duct tape they were told they couldn't say certain things um, Um, and their parents like treated them as less than um, we don't like things are still coming out about the situation so we don't know everything that there is to know about the whole situation but um, I also here's another thing um, with the whole Jody and Ruby um, I wonder I truly wonder this and if Ruby had some of those tendencies and then once she met Jody, it just exacerbated the issue. Um, because sometimes people gravitate towards those who kind of remind them of something else. Um, if now people say that there was abuse in the family for a long time. Um, if you have a disposition to hit your kids, starve them, talk to them as if they're less than and you're the mom so everything that you have to say is the truth um, and you can never be wrong. Plus. If they do something wrong, even if they get a bad grade, which I never understand because it's like, we, either we all get bad grades or sometimes we get really good grades and, but I don't understand that, like, it's like, I'm going to take away your phone because you got horrible grades until you can get your grades up you don't get breakfast or something that doesn't a lot of times the punishment and if you're into psychology the they say the punishment should be match or be equal to the consequence and in some ways that punishment is not equal to that consequence. They got a bad grade. If I was the parent in that situation, okay, 
Why did you get a bad grade? Was it, is it because, what is going on? If this child is getting all A's, all A's, all A's, and they just all of a sudden are getting C's, something might be going on. If this child has been like a B student, or let's just say they're doing math and they've never been good at math, and they get C's and C's and C's and C's. What you can do, because, you know, is find them a tutor. Or, like, <laughs> I was in college and I had to get a tutor for statistics because statistics was not my strong suit. Math is not my strong suit. But, if my parents would take away my phone or take away eating privileges because until I could get better grades, <laughs> I would have starved myself. And that's just a fact of the matter because it doesn't matter. I'm still not going to understand the material because that's not my strong suit. And if that is the case, or, okay, okay, you pranked your brother, you're not, <laughs> you don't get to have a bed for seven months. Well, that crime does not match the punishment. So like I say, when people say, okay, I have the ultimate authority, and you don't get the question that you don't get to say whether they're wrong because some people in authority out of the hic not the hiccups but it's just um lodged in there when I lost <laughs> when the crime doesn't match the punishment or when people like say that they have the ultimate authority that can lead for abuse on multiple levels um, and because of that there's like no now with the physical abuse I think it was easy for them to like call CPS um, and the thing is, CPS sometimes, I've seen the way that the cookie crumbles with CPS sometimes. Um, but unless there is something physical that they can see, usually they're not able to actually do anything. Um, and sometimes it was horrible because you would see certain families that needed to, um, needed to stay together and... CPS didn't think that they should. It's difficult. Um, but not, and it's hard not to like broad stroke every single person and be like, well, they're all like that. No, there's some that'll actually get at what they do and want to help people, want to provide. Um, but, 
emotional abuse is a little bit difficult to pinpoint because sometimes they're just words that people say or psychological abuse spiritual abuse okay how can i say that someone used this verse incorrectly or how can i say that someone used their religion to forcibly hurt another individual there's not a whole lot of concrete evidence um so like with the starvation with those were physical elements attached to like the psychological the emotional abuse of being like no you don't need food and another thing is like it was like a like it wasn't that bad of a joke <laughs> like again I probably would have laughed at that and I'm like okay but you might need to apologize or do something for your brother like take him out to lunch I don't know but And honestly, there is an element. People's like, oh, well, people need to be disciplined. When discipline is punitive and it's just strictly punitive, because sometimes people are like, well, you need to. Um, some people will use the words, like, spore not the rod, spare the child. And I don't, I don't know if that's the right phrase that might not be the right terminology so do not quote me on that but basically it's like okay but some people I'm not saying all but some people use that as a vice as a way of abusing their children and whipping their children into shape so to speak um and if that sounds like an aggressive term, it's meant to be. Um, it's meant to sound like abrasive, like <laughs> this is not what you want. Um, there are certain people, even I noticed, um, in my own life who parents, not um, certain parents, that's what I'm going to say, certain parents who given the right tools like they they were setting their child up for I think emotional abuse um because what they told their child in that moment was not helpful um and then the child's gonna grow up thinking everything that ever happens they deserve just like when Russell um went to the house he was like you know what I I deserve to be tied up because I disobeyed my parents it's it sounds like far-fetched and stretched and a lie there are some things that you just like this is too far-fetched it can't be real it can't be 
It's definitely not ethical. Um, but I'm also going to tell you some things about like a, a narcissist wants to make everything about them. Um, wants to tell you that you're the problem, you're the issue, even, now I do not mind if people set up boundaries, you know, I, I respect boundaries. I have a hard time setting them up myself, but I do respect them. If you let me know where that line is, the cross, I won't cross it, okay? With narcissists, they move the line every two seconds. And sometimes it's, <laughs> it's less than that. It's like milliseconds. Somehow you're playing the game, but you're always playing it wrong, basically. Because... You can never be enough for this person. You can always too much for this other person. Um, but basically, you get played as a pawn or you're a puppet and you don't even realize it till they're already pulling your strings. That is what a narcissist does. They gaslight you so hard that you have even cast let yourself and you're like, did I actually imagine that? Did I dream this? Like, what happened? And so then you're actually struggling to come to terms with reality and who you are, what you are as a person, as an individual. Um, And in a lot of ways, that is probably why the oldest had to step up and kind of be the parent. And because, and sometimes she was actually, there was some parentification going on where she had to parent the parent. Um, Because a narcissist doesn't really want to hear what you have to say. Even if you have some validity. Um, and they will gaslight you too. Like even if they believe something a bit ago, they might say, I never said that. Into thinking that you... Um, are the one that ever did anything wrong you are the one that should feel the shame and have this all built upon you um, and so like with Ruby I do think that she does display narcissistic behavior where you they would try everything in the power to be the best that they could be. And still, it wasn't enough, so you never knew when you were walking on eggshells. You were walking on eggshells for maybe no reason, because you don't want to make her mad. Another thing is 
just some red flags okay to watch out for in people and please understand if people say these terminologies it does not necessarily mean that they are a red flag just be cautious about these certain people if someone says over exaggerates things to and hyperbolizes things completely like I I love you and would never do anything to hurt you okay that is a red flag because they are trying to convince you sometimes so hard they would never do anything in their power to hurt you and they are the ones that end up hurting you the most because for a while you believe them you're like and especially if they add you know right I like I would never do anything to hurt you you know that right or just trust me when you say that it gives me all the credence not to trust you um, because you have given me so much ample opportunity not to trust me or you trust me don't you when people add those little qualifiers I'm not saying that they're necessarily a red flag you just want to be cautious about them So, because when people put in those little qualifiers, like, I would never do anything to hurt you, you know that, right? That's sometimes the tactic that people will use when in battered women's syndrome. And so they're like, you know what? He's right. Or, you know what? Mom duct tape me last time she duct taped my mouth she duct taped my hands at least this time all she did was slap me across the face it's it's getting better no sometimes they just get really good at hiding it or I would I love you with my whole heart <laughs> okay. You don't. Um. Or I would give you the world. I again, I have a hard time saying that. Sometimes you know people would not even give you a fourth of it. You know, you know those people who are actually gonna go the extra mile, who are going to put in the effort. Um. The people that are going to care. Um, so, I don't know if she was, like, deceived by Jody into thinking that this was okay. Like I say, I do think that sometimes we have a certain disposition towards certain things. That sometimes, I don't... I do think that sometimes we gravitate towards those people who are kind of like us in that way. What I mean by that is 
sometimes if drugs run rampant in your family, this is the best analogy I can give, your family members might say, don't ever get on drugs because you know what happened to your father. He was a horrible man. Okay. Now, if... If Ruby believed, okay, it's okay to have extreme forms of discipline, it's okay to do this, she might have been looking to Ruby for, I mean, Ruby, she might have been looking to Jody for suggestions. Because she had, like, that disposition to think, okay, these things are okay, these things are all right. Um... And they say that, like, cult um, connections was a cult. If you know a lot of things about cult leaders, they kind of look at each individual. They see the ones that they can prey upon. They see the ones that are most vulnerable and the ones that they can convince into doing things. Um... Jim Jones, some of his people, um, and if you want me to do more on this, um, but he would choose, like, the people that he knew would bite, um, the people that would take the lead and just run with it. If he knew he could entrap you, he wasn't going to go after you. If he knew that you wouldn't follow him, you wouldn't follow his every command, he didn't want to have anything to do with you. Um, and so, yes, with Jody, I think that she sought out maybe Ruby and was like, okay, she is one that I can come, I can mentor, uh, because she saw something in Ruby. She saw how she was struggling. She saw, um, and I'm not saying that I was right or that I was wrong. I'm just saying that I think that maybe. Ruby either had like a disposition to things or Judy. That's my own personal theory hypothesis on the whole issue. Um, but yeah, I just, I hope that these individuals find help. <laughs> um, and another thing is I don't think that certain people um, should actually if they say the words I love you and then they do these egregious acts it would be better if their mouth was washed out with soap and I know I love you and that's that's actually putting it gently um, there was so many things that are not healthy that I wish upon these people. Um, 
but at the end of the day, um, saying I love you sometimes is almost as bad as saying the most horrible word you could ever think of, of using curse words. Um, and sometimes, um, I mean, but what I mean by that is saying these harmful words, I guess, um, and wishing evil upon these individuals. Because you're still, you are hurting them. You are destroying these people's character, your children for that matter. And you might be like, I never murdered them. <laughs> Maybe think again, because in some ways you killed their soul. You unalived their soul. Um, and it's going to take some time for them to heal from that. You just don't heal overnight. And sometimes it's not like you just heal within a year. Um, but when the words I love you are used flippantly or the use to get something out of you. If I love you comes with a price, you better run the other direction and don't look back. And I mean that in all sincerity. If it comes too much with a price, one one person, one of my uh, guy friends, actually told me, like, don't ever let someone say something is love and when it's not, basically. Um, don't let anybody encourage you into believing certain things are meant to be love. And In some ways, they're like, okay, I love my mom. I'm going, she can treat me however she wants to. <sighs> no. Okay. Again, I will say this. Run. Um, and honestly, here's the thing. Um, Sometimes I'm like, I I wish for people to get a taste of their own medicine, um, sometimes. And with what happened, what these kids went through, I think that Like, okay, you should at least feel some pain, some remorse, 
but it didn't seem like they had any remorse for what they've done. It didn't seem like Ruby was concerned for her children's safety. She was more concerned about Jody. It's like she never even shed a tear for her children. And that is tough. Um, but more is coming out about this whole incident with the eight passengers. And I will say, this isn't like a cautionary tale against all family vloggers. Because the vlogging's not bad. It's not specifically the mechanisms behind things. It's the way people use those avenues for bad. Someone's always going to find a loophole. Someone's always... So, I don't want people to think, oh, well, I don't... All family vloggers are bad, or all family vloggers are exploiting their children. We need to take claims into consideration. We need to... When things happen... Yes, I think everything we everything that happens needs to be taken through a lens. If people are saying, "Hey, something's not right," um, you know, people need to be aware of that, but also know that not all things are bad. Um, if you if you want to post something about your child on the internet, there are sometimes we just want to talk about the joys of life. We want to, it doesn't necessarily mean that we, and there were some family vloggers, I will say, that do, um, that, what's the right word? That, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, so there's some family vloggers that have a really good way of not like actually putting their child on like the screen all the time. Now, sometimes you might see certain snippets of them but it's not all the time and I would also say it depends on um, the it depends too um, on like the attention behind it.
um, there was this one story, and this was a true story, but kind of going with the exploitation of children, um, and it was during my parents' time, because you still had to develop photos. Well, the storyline was completely, completely innocent. This this individual was a photographer. She had snapped some peop, um, pictures of like children in like their underwear. <laughs> like I said, she was a photographer. Did not actually mean for it to be as scandalous as it was. Well, because like the pictures had gotten developed and everything at this particular time, um, it became this big case where it's like, okay, um, child pornography and they were actually wondering if the cho um, children should be taken away from their mom. Like I say, the mom was there, she wasn't, she had her friend over and they were just like taking pictures. I think like the, at one point, like the child starts taking pictures, but it wasn't anything inappropriate. It just got misconstrued as an inappropriate topic of discussion. Um, and I think you can probably look this case up if you, but I say all that to say, now, because of that, in many cases probably like it, um, and because that's how child pornography sometimes starts is, um, people like take pictures of children like completely naked and in their underwear. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know and we're like okay this might be a case that is important and we need to take it. I think each case alright we should treat it as if something is wrong. If something happens to be completely innocent, it happens to be completely innocent. But my way of thinking is if there was a claim and you have like this inkling that something isn't right, we should take that and do an investigation or something. Because the way I see it, I would prefer to do everything possible and find out I was wrong about the issue and there's nothing there than to find out I thought that there was nothing there and there was. There were all these details that I was missing and be completely wrong. Either way, sometimes it can be harmful, but if there is any kind of claim, if there is any kind of I would rather you take that into consideration, sit down with it, ruminate over it, whatever you need to do. 
and before we find out that we were actually wrong and that there were many things that were going on because I would hate for something like the eight passengers and honestly here's the thing you're like okay they're safe yes but what about all the others that's what sometimes I think about is what about the other kids that don't have justice spoken for them maybe because they weren't as popular or they didn't have as much of a following what about them so if you the old saying I don't know if it's an old saying or if it's I don't know if you see something say something if you think you see something say something it's a better like I say it's better to look at everything find out that you're wrong and then you need to change things and adapt than to think that there's nothing wrong and for someone to slip through the cracks and to find to have another child that's up by the Walmart bathroom because they weren't found like I would hate that and I know so please 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 and this is did not mean for this to be a PSA too speak out for those who don't have a voice or whose voice might have been taken from them yeah those individuals they had a voice but listen you can still have a voice and feel like you're screaming but no one is listening so uh, not only speak for the people that don't have a voice speak for those who might have lost their voice um, and like I say this is this has kind of been a long episode I do hope that you enjoyed it um, and it's probably like one of the less upbeat episodes but like I say if you have any um, different pro uh, podcasts that you want me to just complete you can always go to the say less pod on instagram and then just um send me a dm of things that you would like to see on the podcast or like the heel on the podcast rather all right well until next time i will see you later and have a good rest of your day